you may be seated unless you celebrate a birthday or an anniversary. We recognize you. excitement that Lucy had about her birthday. I think everybody ought to go over and tell her happy birthday. Anyhow, it's good to be in the Lord's house today. Good to have each one of you with us. A few things from the bulletins we start. Of course, we're ending our Faith Promise Missions uh, conference that we've had this week, and uh, this is our final day. We'll be taking Faith Promise commitments here uh, later this morning. Hopefully, you've been praying about that. It's been a good conference. Enjoyed the Parkers and the Scuffums and the Renos, and now we have the Slates with us, and uh, these three will be preaching for us today, and so excited for that. Uh, this afternoon, following uh, the afternoon service, we'll be uh, voting on Youth Leader, and so you want to be here for that. And then Youth Rally coming up uh, this Saturday, uh, the 17th, uh, going to Faith Baptist Church, near the church at 545, need $12 cash. We're going to have a special speaker on the 19th, a uh, missionary builder out of Brother Quigley's church. So he's going to be, and his wife will be here with us. Looking forward to that. Man camp's coming up. Cost is $55. It's due on March the 8th. So Wednesday night, we need to have that collected. Uh, if you haven't signed up, please do so. We'll be going to Mount Vernon. It'll actually take place on the 24th, 25th of this month, and you need to be 13 and up to go. Uh, ladies' dinner on March the 24th, 6.30, and then uh, ladies' retreats coming up 21st through 22nd at Riverside, and uh, there's a sign-up sheet in the back. Cost is $35, sign-up sheet in the foyer, and so registration's due by April 2nd. I have a thank you letter here. It says, uh, Dear Pastor in Shawnee Mission Baptist Temple, on behalf of of Platteville Baptist Church. We want to thank you so much for the generous offering and support that you gave and are giving to help the church plant in Comfort, Colorado. Both Mike and Tammy are very excited to begin this new chapter of their lives and Platteville Baptist Church is filled with delight to know that this is our Lord's will for them. Uh, we pray for you uh, that you be blessed mightily in your faithfulness and taking part in this ministry through your prayers, monetary support for the Marshall family with us. Please know that we are very thankful for your gift and you sharing the blessings of this work for him. We live, Pastor Mike Wilkinson. So it's good to be able to give and to help others. Amen? Amen. Uh, so uh, from our prayer needs, I failed to mention this uh, when I did the bulletin. Um, we need to be praying for... Each that are listed here under the prayer needs. And then, if you haven't heard, uh, Miss Shirley Philhauer fell and broke her hip. And uh, she is in hospital at 159th and Antioch Advent uh, Hospital. And then she'll be moving to rehab this week. And so, if you would, I'll be praying for her and Brother George as they go through this time. Uh, that God would just bless them and keep them and that he might touch her body. And up. need to pray for one. It's good to be in the Lord's house today. I do want to say thank you for um, those that prayed for my trip. Um, it went really good. It's good to be a part of that service and to see 
old friends and things like that. But uh, if you would pray for the Zeke family as they go through this transition, Liberty Baptist Church, now going to need a pastor. And so all that's involved there, I sure want to be praying. Going to have Brother Foster come back and lead us in a song, and then we'll get to our Sunday school time. Lord bless you. First and the last verses of hymn number 375, Work for the Bible Fellowship. Uh, we've supported a lot of missionaries through them, and I thought it was really a neat video and wanted to share it uh, in our missions conference. So we're going to watch that video, and then uh, Brother Scuffum's going to come preach for us. I'll introduce him. So we want to see the video right now. The Baptist Bible Fellowship International is a fellowship of pastors that unite for the purpose of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning around the globe. This vision reaches all the way back to our beginnings in 1950, when we approved 19 missionaries to the countries of China, Japan, Mexico, and the Philippines. By 1960, we saw the missionary population increase to 169 missionaries in 17 countries. Currently, there are over 700 missionaries in 80 countries all around the world. Throughout the decades, the Baptist Bible Fellowship International has approved over 1,800 career missionaries to take the gospel to over 120 countries. These missionaries are focused on the mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning. Through their efforts, hundreds and thousands have been saved and discipled. Over 20,000 churches have been started outside of the United States of America. This is made possible through the faithful giving of our U.S. churches that has totaled over $1.1 billion. The churches started through the efforts of our missionaries have caught the vision, and they are sending out their own people as church planning missionaries around the world. From the Mexico BBF, we have families that are working among tribal ethnic groups 
They have also sent missionary families to serve the Lord in Latin America, Spain, Europe, and the Middle East. The Japan Baptist Bible Fellowship have sent missionary families to Asia, Africa, Latin America, and creative access countries. The churches affiliated with Korea Baptist Bible Fellowship have approved missionary families to serve the Lord in Asia, Australia, Latin America, and Africa. Churches in the Philippines have collectively sent over 250 missionary families. These families are serving the Lord in Asia, Africa, the United States, Latin America, Europe, the Middle East, and Creative Access Nations. Churches in Ecuador have sent missionaries to Argentina, Panama, and the United States. Missionaries from churches in Brazil have been sent to the Amazon tribes, Paraguay, Africa, and East Timor. Missionaries from Peru have been sent throughout Latin America, Asia, Spain, Morocco, the Middle East, and Israel. Missionaries from Canada have been sent to Creative Access Nations. Missionaries from churches in Europe have been sent throughout Europe, Latin America, Africa, and Southeast Asia. Missionaries from Russia have been sent to Borneo, Indonesia. Churches in Australia have sent missionaries to 25 countries in Latin America, Europe, Africa, Japan, Asia, and the islands of the Pacific. Missionaries from churches in Kenya have been sent to South Sudan and Tanzania. Missionaries from Tanzania have been sent to Mozambique. Our international force of missionaries is growing every day. The number of missionaries is approaching 450. We are sending out missionaries from everywhere to everywhere. Our challenge to pastors, churches, and missionaries of the Baptist Bible Fellowship International is to stay focused and continue in the vision of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning all around the world. Just one of several different groups that we support missionaries through. So it's pretty exciting. I love to see to have it the multiplication principle because that's what happens when you give to missionaries. And to think that, you know, all this started back in the 50s and 1.1 billion's been given to missions through the years and then to see the outreach. And isn't it kind of sad that we're a mission field in and of ourselves? Um, but that's the way it is. And so um, it's just great to be able to be involved in missions see the duplication that takes place through our giving. Um, this time we're going to have Brother Joel Scuffin come and preach for us. It's been good to have Joel and Valerie with us. And uh, as I've mentioned in the past, it's been great to watch Joel grow up, become the man that he is, and his servant attitude to go and serve the Lord there in Cambodia. And um, so, Joel, if you would. You can start turning your Bibles to Hebrews 11. <clears throat> Hebrews 11, I know, know uh, this is where the Lord would have us to be today. Uh, just thankful thankful for the time here at your church. I do appreciate the time and all, all that you've done. And, uh, just looking forward to all that, all that God has ahead in our, our lives and, and just 
thankful as as you know we're we're still just starting out on on deputation and we know that the Lord has a lot ahead of us. We know that know that the Lord has a uh, has uh, a lot in store for us, and we need your prayers. Thank you for that. And we'll start reading in Hebrews 11. Uh, I'll start reading in verse number 8. Uh, let's stand if you're able as we read the Word of God in Hebrews 11, verse number 8. <clears throat> the Bible says in verse 8, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, with the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God." Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child, and was delivered, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned." But now they desire a better country that is in heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure." And we'll, we'll stop right there, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I thank you for the time that we can open your word here this morning. Thank you for uh, your word, and Lord, how that you want us to, uh, to trust in you, to have faith in you. Lord, I pray that you would help us to receive these examples within the, the text here and uh, apply them to our lives. Lord, I thank you for the day. I pray this in your name. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> I know that many, many here this morning would be familiar of the name of Adoniram Judson. And, and uh, one, he was one of the first Baptist missionaries sent out of America. Uh, and uh, recently I came across a, a letter that he wrote to his future father-in-law. Uh, he, later he, he married Anne Hazelton. And uh, I, I want to read a little bit of the portion of the letter to you and, and just... Kind of, even as I was reading it, just here, newly a uh, uh, dad of a daughter. Just kind of think of it in that context, uh, if you have a daughter. and uh, uh, The end of the letter uh, from Adoniram Judson, he, he says, I, I have now to ask whether you can consent to part with your daughter, 
early next spring to see her no more in this world. And Adoniram Judson later, he became a missionary in Myanmar, Burma, uh, and so a long ways away from America, especially back in the 1850s and, and, that, and that type of era. He uh, says, to see her no more in this world, whether you can consent to her departure to a heathen land and her subjection to the hardships and sufferings of a missionary life, whether you can consent to her exposure to the dangers of the ocean, to the fatal influence of the southern climate of India, to every kind of want and distress, to degradation, insult, persecution, and perhaps a violent death. Can you consent to all this for the sake of him who left his heavenly home and died for her and for you, for the sake of perishing immortal souls, for the sake of Zion and the glory of God? Can you consent to all this and hope of soon meeting your daughter in the world of glory, with a crown of righteousness brightened by the acclamations of praise, which shall resound to her Savior from heathen saved through her means from eternal woe and despair? We think often of the faith of the missionary and the faith of Adoniram Judson, but can you imagine the faith of the dad there? Dad's to consent to his daughter, Marrying this guy, and just the uh, just the uh, just that aspect of faith to uh, likely to never see his daughter again, and just the the aspect that that sure it, it's a step of faith in our situation going going across across the world, kind of in the same region as that, and and it's a step of faith, but but I think it's a whole lot different back then as well, and just the just the aspect of more than a hundred years ago and missionary work back then. But they, they need to have faith in God, and we need to have faith in God and trust in God to, to provide for our needs. But you need to have faith in God. That's not just a missionary thing, to, to trust in God as, as missionaries, but each Christian, each child of God, must have faith in God, must trust in Him. Uh, as we look at our text here this morning. Uh, here we have two main characters within the text of Abraham and Sarah. Of course, we would be familiar with the, the characters in, in the book of Genesis and, and how, that, how that God spoke to Abraham back in Genesis chapter number 12 and, and God, God called Abraham in, in a place of comfort, no doubt, in, in the, his land, Ur, the Chaldees, and to, to go to a land that, well, God would show him when he got there. That's a huge step of faith, not just to... Not just in the aspect of God showing where and the destination, but, but in, even just in the aspect of, well, I'll show you when you get there. Abraham didn't have Google Maps. He didn't have, he, he didn't have that, that aspect of to chart the course and, and to chart the plan and to organize, but, but rather just step by step trusting God and that God would show him where. One of, one of the main passages that the Lord used in my heart in my call to preach uh, many years ago, uh, back in 2014, was, was in Acts chapter number 8, when, when God called uh, Philip. And in Acts uh, 8.26, it says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, and to the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And just the, one of the simple principles that the Lord showed me in that time was just to, to that, that we don't have to know all the details of the situation to have faith in God. 
but rather faith is more just is strengthened even more when we don't know the details. That that God shows God shows His will little by little and step by step. That 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 God doesn't need to include all the details in order for us to trust in Him, but rather we need to be submissive, humble servants to trust in Him. And and rather than needing to know the details, whether whether in Philip's situation or in Abraham's situation, it is just the simple aspect of obedience, faith, and trust in God. So we 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 must follow God according to faith and. Uh, faith is following God's instructions even when it doesn't make sense as well. And, and thinking as well here in our text here in Hebrews, verse number 7 addresses the faith of Noah. The, the, verse 7 says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, preparing an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Abraham didn't didn't understand all the dynamics of the ark and understand uh, even how to build an ark, no doubt. But but that he feared God and prepared. And just the 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 text says that God warned Noah of things not yet seen, not seen as yet. But Noah trusted God's word and moved forward in faith, moved forward in trusting the word of God. Genesis six twenty two says. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. Just trust God, God showed Noah what he should do to build the ark. Noah obeyed and trusted God and moved forward. Uh, that's just exactly where we need, need to be in our lives. And, and this aspect of faith and trusting in God is... is uh, just faith is understanding that God knows what lies ahead and not us. The Christian life is often like like you're driving down the road and and your your view from the dashboard and you can only see as far as the the road allows you and maybe maybe there's a dip in the road and a and a curve in the road you can only see as far as that road allows your vision but but uh, and but God's perspective is so much higher than ours. And and sometimes when we have that detour in life where, where, where we don't understand why God may be doing something, well, God can see maybe there's a bridge out. Or maybe there's a tree across the road. And our viewpoint is limited. Our viewpoint is hindered. But God can see what we can't see. So therefore, we must trust in God and have faith in God to, that, that God knows best and that God knows what we don't know. Here in Hebrews 11, the, just a simple aspect that Abraham waited for God's leadership and waited for, for God to move and God to lead. Certainly there was, there was many times throughout Genesis and Abraham's life where, where Abraham didn't trust in God. And Abraham got in very much trouble in situations where, where Abraham got ahead of God's leadership and tried to devise his own plans with Hagar, and, and, and times when Abraham was down in Egypt, and, and just situations where, where Abraham got impatient. But Abraham was a human too. Abraham just was, was no different than you and I, that, that he, he didn't have any special gifts and abilities, but rather just, just his sinful tendency was to get impatient with the leadership of God, just, just as you and I. 
Sometimes when, many times when we're feeding our daughter and, and she, uh, she enjoys food very much at this point and, and we're, we're feeding her uh, some type of food and, and there are situations where, where she's chewing the mashed potatoes or whatever it is and, and then whenever her mouth gets empty, she just raises up her arms and, and kind of screams at us that um, my mouth is ready to be resupplied. And that's where sometimes we can get with God, and just that we're, maybe you're, you're in an aspect where you're waiting on God, but you're, you're kind of just screaming and, and waving your hands, Lord, why aren't you moving here? But that, that's not our position in life. Our position in life is just as Abraham was here in, in this aspect of Hebrews chapter 11, number 11. Verse 9 says, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him in the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Just this aspect that, that God wants us to wait on him. And, and so often we can get impatient. And, and just the aspect of, of we struggle to wait on God, which is a lack of faith, which is a lack of trust in God and, and who he is and what his plan is for our lives. I love the, uh, love the aspect here in, in verse number Verse number 11, where it addresses Sarah and her, her situations. It says, through, fa- through faith also Sarah received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Just this aspect, that, that for one, it, it's amazing that, that God considers her faith. There in, there in Genesis 18, we, we see where, where Abraham had laughed at God. for the, the God had promised many years before that God would provide the seed. But, but here is, and Sarah and Abraham are old, and she laughs at the situation. But, but she, she later trusted in God in just a, in a situation of grace, uh, where, where God considers her faith and, and trust in God. But just also the situation there at the end of uh, verse number 11, the phrase says, because she judged him faithful who had promised. The, uh, just a situation there where the uh, judge means that, that she took into consideration all the facts of the situation. Just as, as a judge would sit before a court, in a courtroom, and consider all the evidence and all the facts of the situation. As Sarah could, could almost just kind of remove her from herself from the situation and judged that God is faithful. What a wonderful situation there that, that uh, just the aspect of the trustworthiness of God. God is trustworthy. God is worthy of our trust. God is worthy of our trust. Your, uh, notice your, your theme verse there, 1 Corinthians 1.9 says that God is faithful by whom ye are called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 10.13 also says, There hath no temptation taken you, but what such is, as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but with, will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Just thankful that, that we can trust in who God is. Trust in, trust in the character and nature of God. To judge is to give a verdict based on the evidence. And, and Sarah judged God faithful. <clears throat> the text here in Hebrews goes on and, and, and 
verse 13 talks about the, uh, it says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, they were, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Just, just this aspect of in, encompassing all these leaders of faith here, and, and just the aspect of, of recognizing that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. There were, were strangers and pilgrims on this earth as well. Even, even as my, my mind and my, my heart goes to, back to our, our ascending church today, we just to get a message yesterday, there, there's a man that has an open heart surgery uh, tomorrow, I believe, and, and uh, needing a valve surgery. Another, another faithful man that, that uh, uh, went, went home yesterday to go into hospice and, and just preparing, preparing for death. And that can be a scary thing. For us, it, it, just as as humans, we 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 understand, but just so thankful for the aspect that we're strangers and pilgrims here. Yeah. You, you can look at that. Look throughout First Peter, how that how that Peter was encouraging the the churches that were scattered there. Why? Because of persecution, because of the struggles that they were facing. Peter just just encouraging them there. Hey, you're strangers and pilgrims there, here on this earth. Even though you're going through trials and tribulations, you're strangers and pilgrims because we have a heavenly home. Just even as the Lord's called us to, to go to the country of Cambodia, to people that are utterly hopeless in their religion, just in, in their best case scenario, they could, uh, in their religion and their philosophy, to, to continue to reincarnate and to become a better person, in the best case scenario, you just cease to exist. How utterly hopeless and desperate that situation is. That, that just so thankful that we have, have hope of eternal life today. We don't, our, our home isn't on this earth. Even as uh, uh, my fellow church members there at First Baptist, they, they, they're going through physical problems and struggles, but thankful for the heavenly home that we have. Move on down to... Um, Verse number 17. It says, By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, and from whence also he received him in a figure. This is a situation here where, where in Genesis chapter number 22 where Abraham, he had this promised seed. He had, he had Isaac that he could hold him in his hands. And God said, I want you to offer up Isaac. And just this situation here where, where the faith of Abraham, recognizing that, that God's able to raise him from the dead, that I don't have to protect Isaac within myself, that God is able. Just the, the word accounting there in verse number 19 says, Counting that God was able to raise him up from the dead, even just as, as maybe a, an accountant would, would lay out the the bills and lay out all the lay out all, everything before him, and maybe maybe counting the coins and considering the just the same as the word to judge, where where Sarah looked upon the situation, Abraham looked upon the situation, looked every, everything, the evidence before him, and, and came to the conclusion, God is able. God is able to provide this situation before me. And just, just the simple fact that, that our God is so good, so, so mighty and so strong, we can trust Him. 
So even, uh, even as you come to, to the conclusion of your Faith Promise um, conference, and, and you're, maybe you're still considering what to give, and maybe it could be that that the Lord would have you to stay, stay level. And 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 we've had times that in, in our lives where where uh, situations and uh, uh, situations in our life we, we weren't able to increase. But it could be that God's leading you to increase your giving, because there is a great need uh, of the gospel around the world, in Cambodia, in in Japan, and in, in nations all around the world that God can use your giving to, to, to see the gospel of Jesus Christ go to nations throughout the world. <clears throat> Just even, even as the video was shown a little bit ago, uh, the, I think the opening phrase, from everywhere to everywhere, or, or something, something along those lines, of that, that it's just such a blessing that our... Our home church and, and mission is able to send us out to, to be able to preach the gospel to Cambodia. And even as churches come along beside us, just, just thankful for the aspect of, of just... It, it, there's nothing special in us. And just, just so thankful for that aspect of... of Trusting God, and, and as God's called us, enabled enabled us to, to go and to preach the gospel. There's nothing special in me. I don't I don't have any special gift or ability that in and of myself. But it's only about God working through us. Why why can't we have faith in God? If if it all comes down to placing our faith and trust in Him. And who he is. If I were just to, if I were just to have faith in, in maybe a middle school boy to take care of my needs, that would change my perspective. The, just the, the aspect of we we can have faith in God and trust in Him because of who He is and the character of His His nature as God. We can trust in Him. Even just the, the examples that we had, had before us in our text here, that Abraham trusted in God because of who he is. Sarah trusted in God. And, and, and just as the situations there that, they, that she judged him faithful, and as Abraham, he, he, accounting that God was able to raise him up, just the, the, the nature of God laid before them. And even just the aspect of faith, it doesn't always make sense. As well, it may not make sense on your budget sheet, but trust in God and trust in who He is and how He leads you. Just thankful that we serve a wonderful, faithful God. Let's go to Lord in prayer. Lord, I thank you for the day that you've given. Thank you for. Uh, this aspect of just simple, simple faith and trusting in you, Lord, help us, Lord, in, in just our trust and humility before you, Lord, not to, not to think highly of ourselves and, and just, but just be humble, submissive servants before you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness to us, Lord. We do love you. 
I do pray this all in your name. Amen. I do want to mention as we take a break uh, that Sherry Lamb's father-in-law, uh, Brother Steve's dad, passed away. And uh, yesterday, I believe it was, maybe Friday, but they'll be having a service on Saturday. So pray for the Lamb family. Um, Brother Steve, his parents, really great people. And uh, so we just need to pray for them as they go through this time. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back at 1030 for the preaching. 